from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie B. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Thursday, June the 2nd, 2022. It's Louie B on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Thanks for checking us out. Really do appreciate it. And uh, I am just in such a great mood because training camp is over. Because training camp is over. Yes, the Thai Cats had their U-Haul at Ron Joyce Stadium at McMaster. They were packing it all up, all the equipment. They held their final walkthrough before tomorrow's game against the Argos. But today marked the end of training camp. After tomorrow's game, it's prep for week one. And that is June 11th when the Thai Cats traveled to Saskatchewan to take on the Rough Riders. Yes, just eight days away. Check that. Nine days away. Let's do the math here. Nine days away. The Ticats season opener against the Riders in Saskatchewan. Doesn't mean we have nothing to talk about today because we will hear from the head coach of the Ticats, Orlando Steinauer. We'll hear from QB1, Dane Evans. And we'll hear from a couple of guys who are have yet to make their Ticats regular season debut, but both got into the game last week. Both expected to get into the game this week. That is 2021 first overall pick, Jake Burt, and uh, the Ticats highest pick in 2022, Anthony Federico, and lots to get to from them. We were hoping to connect, and we were trying really hard to connect with the uh, mayor of Guelph, Cam Guthrie, to talk about his excitement of getting to host a CFL exhibition game, uh, but uh, Mayor Guthrie was caught up in uh, traveling. He's doing a lot of conferences this weekend, apparently, so our apologies to Mayor Guthrie. Uh, unable to get to him, but uh, looking forward to connecting with him. He's a big Cats fan. I saw him on Twitter you know, promoting uh, the Ticats. We know it's an Argos game, uh, Argos home game, technically, but we're sure a lot of Cats fans are going to get there. Uh, as mentioned, last day of camp, just a couple of reflections. This was my seventh training camp with covering this team, and it's always special. It's always great to be at MAC. I will, I will miss everything kind of being in one spot. I will miss uh, the daily chats with uh, with the McMaster people, my friends who work at McMaster, like people who you know, get the coffee, make the coffee. I should say, I, I get it myself, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be weird not being a Mac. Looking forward to being back at Tim Hortons Field next week. I I will admit I I won't miss the drive. I love Westdale. I love where McMaster is, but I love the convenience of Tim Hortons Field to where I live. So some pros and cons to camp being uh, over. And the biggest pro is that we get to talk about games that matter starting next week in preparation for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Brand new episode of Speaking with the Enemy dropped today. You can check it out on the Ticats Audio Network, wherever you found this show. I had a chance to catch up with Nate Ajay and some good insights on the Argos ahead of tomorrow's game. A couple of names to watch. And uh, yes, we talked Jagarrett Davis and we talked Speedy B. So wherever you found this show, I encourage you to go check it out on the Ticats Audio Network. All right, let's hear from the head coach and president of football operations of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Here is Orlando Steinauer as we got up with him after practice today. Well, I'd say it started a little bit slow with all the the outside stuff going on, but boy, as it went fast. It's been uh, 
it's really been expedited and uh, well, obviously with the game tomorrow puts closure to it and then uh, the, the journey in 2022 begins. So it's been very productive and very pleased with the way the coaching staff's come together, the training staff, equipment, just it's about formulating a team and, and who we want to take on this journey. And of course the players have come out and done just an exceptional job. Oh, you're just coaching, all right? Every game is different and unique. Um, you know, it's its own, it's its own deal, really. So, uh, we're just looking for, like I said, consistent improvement in, in certain areas, and and hopefully a couple people will step up that uh, we want to take a look at, and, and people that we're counting on uh, take their game to the next level, also. Yeah, we'll we'll try to get it done, Steve, uh, after the game, uh, the next day, the following day. Just yeah, is that out of courtesy to everybody, or what's it's just how so we you know how you just how you do it. Yeah, it's just how we like. There's no sense in keeping people around that, that for an extra day that, that aren't going to be part. And also it allows you to move forward to, in our case, Saskatchewan for the next week. And that is the president of football operations and head coach of the Ticats, Orlando Steinauer. Ticats getting set for the Toronto Argonauts in Guelph tomorrow night. And a reminder, the exclusive broadcast of that game right here on the Ticats Audio Network. Andy Fantuz and I will get you set with Tiger Cats pregame starting at 6.30. But before that, you'll catch a, be able to catch a brand new episode of Tiger Cats Game Day with Courtney Steven and Mike Daly. And then at 7.30, the call, RJ Broadhead, Luke Tasker, again exclusively on the Ticats Audio Network. And speaking of RJ and Luke, they got a brand new episode of Ticats this week that just dropped on the Ticats Audio Network. Let's see how the Ticats will line up. Checking the starting lineup for tomorrow night's game. Up front at offensive line, you got Travis Vorn call, Brandon Revenberg, Alex Fontana at center, Jesse Gibbon, and Chris Fanzal going left to right. At receiver out wide, you got Stephen Dunbar Jr. and David Unger the third. At slot, you got Tim White, Pappy White, and Tony Brown. Dane Evans, QB number one. Don Jackson will line up beside him, and Jake Burt will line up in that fullback slash tight end spot. On defense, up front on the D-line, you got Malik Carney, Ted Laurent, Dylan Wynn, and Julian Hauser. Linebackers, no surprise. It's Simone Lawrence, Joe Santos Knox, and Cameron Kelly. And in the secondary from left to right, you got Jamal Roll, Alden Darby Jr., Tunde Adelike, Richard Leonard, and Siante Evans. Michael Damagala will be the starting kicker. Hayes will be the starting punter. Gordon White is the long snapper, and Pappy White will handle the kicking and punting returns. That's how the Ticats will line up. A couple of changes. No changes, excuse me, but a couple of guys out. Micah Johnson, Braylon Addison, they will not dress for this one. And as mentioned earlier this week, Lamar Durant, Coulter Woodmansey, and Tyler Ternowski find themselves on the six-game injured list. All right, continuing from some sounds from practice, let's hear from the quarterback of the Ticats, Dane Evans. And if you uh, didn't see it on the news last night, there was a shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Dane Evans has not been shy about his passion for his city. It's where he plans to call home outside of the football season. Uh, so he wanted to use the beginning of his availability today just to talk about what happened in Tulsa. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, extremely sad um, with everything that's been going on the last like month. I can't believe the stuff is still going on. 
But um, yeah, it was that one hit really close to home, obviously because it's Tulsa. But um, my wife and I's best friend, uh, even to this day, she actually works at the hospital. Um, she's a neurosurgeon assistant, and uh, she was on the floor that it happened at, and she just happened to. Her boss told her she could go home early on that day. Just one of those things, you know, where you just get surprised like that. And she went home 15 minutes before it started. So um, we FaceTimed with her last night. She was obviously pretty broken up, you know, and not feeling the greatest. And because, you know, some people she saw that day had really affected them. Um, and we have other friends that work at that hospital, too. That Thankfully, everyone we know is safe, but uh, that's not the case for everybody. So it's just extremely sad and something you don't like to see because, I mean, I love that city, man. Like Tulsa, that's when I'm not in Hamilton, I'm home in Tulsa, you know. So um, just hate to see that. Hopefully we can get something good in the news about Tulsa and kind of offset this. Yeah, it really does, especially when, I mean, that, that's our best. that's our best friend. We went to college with her and everything, and just to see how it affected her, um, through the, even through the phone, it just it kind of put a damper on our day yesterday too, and we're all the way up here in Hamilton. But um, it's just it really hits close to home whenever it affects someone like that. I would say getting to have a real training camp and and go like to have a couple preseason games like we traditionally always have, but last year we didn't have that right. So training camp last year felt more like just like weeks of season prep with no end goal, right? Because there's no like games at the end of the week. So um, I think the most fun thing this year has been just that more normal structure of a true training camp where you grind a little bit in the beginning and then you get a preseason game and then you get like this week was basically a test run for everyone on a normal game week. We had day one, two, three, all that stuff. And now we got our second preseason game. So, so far it's been just the, nor the normal normalcy or whatever, if that's even a word um, of training camp. But I think tomorrow it'll probably be watching the young guys play, you know, and just seeing them. That's one of the best parts of training camp too, seeing guys go earn a spot. And, and I mean, we all know who's close, like who's close to making it, who's not. and. That's what it's all about, man. You get your chance to go do it. So I'm really looking forward to watching the guys tomorrow. Did you have a least favorite part of camp? Yeah, the first four days where we just were like in limbo and waiting the whole time. That was super stressful for me, obviously with, you know, my situation with Nick, me and Nikki about to have a baby and then that happened. And it was just like, yeah, that, that sucked. That was the worst part. But uh, yeah, I'm glad that got figured out. But to that point, something came out of that because when I was talking to guys afterwards, a lot of them pointed you out specifically about the leadership that you took and getting the team is there something to be taken out of those yeah, first four days that, and that least favorite part of yeah, it yeah once once that happened i knew this was, that was going to be tough and I, I really tried not to show the guys that i was stressed or anything but i was super stressed out about it um, so i'm glad it didn't appear to them that way um, but yeah that was kind of the silver lining of that situation getting to thankfully be the guy who who knows the offense kind of inside and out being able to teach the guys and really relying on the older guys that were coming back like braylon and steve and tim and, and even van zyle up front just kind of relaying we we're kind of just like player coaches for those four days so it was it was a really that was the good part about it and that is the quarterback of the hamilton tire cats dane evans as we caught up with him after walk through today and uh, obviously very happy that his uh, friend is him and his wife's friend is safe after what happened in tulsa but you can tell it was something he was thinking about and something he will continue to think about uh, heading into this week's game all right, a couple of players I really wanted to get to and get their perspective on camp. Uh, it's a couple of guys who dressed for the very first time in their professional careers and recent draft picks of the Ticats. 2021 first overall pick, Jake Burt, and the Ticats' highest draft pick here in 2022, Anthony Federico. Let's start with Jake Burt. Here's what he had to say about his 
training camp experience this year. I'm just soaking it all in. I've just been having a great time out here playing. Uh, last week playing in the game. It was a long time coming. It's good to be back out here playing. Yeah, it, made, it meant everything to me. I mean, I love all the guys here, all the coaches. This whole organization is, is so amazing. Last year with, you know, setback I had and just to come full circle a year later and finally experience what I thought was coming last year it was just a, a really special moment for me. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, it had its ups and downs. I was, I was around the guys all the time, which was the best part of it. Uh, I loved those guys in there and I grew so close to them. And it was, uh, it was hard for me, uh, sitting in on meetings, trying to take everything I could in. But without playing, it uh, makes it challenging, but it wasn't a challenge I couldn't handle. And to be standing on the other side of it now is, is just amazing. How are you feeling? Awesome. Yeah? Yeah, ready to go. And that is 2021 first overall pick in the CFL draft, Jake Burt. And you can really tell, and you know, it wasn't talked about, and I guess I take some of the blame on this one. It wasn't talked about enough last year, just how much he was hanging around. He, he literally spent the entire season having not played a game, having not getting to take a snap. Uh, so very, very excited to see him again in a Ticats uniform uh, tomorrow night and also seeing him in the regular season because there's a reason the Ticats traded up to get him, and we can't wait to see him do that on the field. All right, from the highest draft pick in 2021 to the Ticats' highest draft pick in 2022, a second-round pick, but Anthony Federico, a linebacker at Niagara Falls, just finished his first training camp as a professional, and we caught up with him after walkthrough today and asked him how it went. Feeling great. You know, it was a dream come true to come out here. I uh, get 1% better every single day. A lot, you know, it was amazing to learn from all the guys in the room. You know, I'm surrounded by a bunch of future Hall of Famers here. So to be able to take just a little bit from them, every single one of them, and be able to implement them in my game, was an amazing takeaway from this experience. All the vets here are amazing, you know, they were super welcoming as soon as we walked in the building. Um, and then we got in the D-line room, you know, hanging out with Dylan Wynn, you know, Ted Laurent, Howes, you know, those guys really put me underneath their wing and really taught me, you know, showed me the little things that needs what it takes to be a pro in this league. It's for sure that uh, Saturday game, coming out of the tunnel, looking up, seeing everybody, hearing that first Oski Wee Wee, you know, that was something special. An experience I'll never forget. In my first year, we uh, we played against them in their Hoko. I got sacked that game, and I'll never forget that moment. Um, but I'm hoping another sack comes my way tomorrow. And that is Ticat's second round pick, Anthony Federico, as we caught up with him after walkthrough today. Number 55, keep your eyes open for him. And talking about the last time he played at Alumni Stadium, saying he got a, a sack in the, in the homecoming game, hoping to get another sack tomorrow night against the Argos. We hope you join us, whether you're making the trip up Highway 6 or right here on the Cats Audio Network. We'll have full game day coverage starting with Tiger Cats game day with Courtney Steven and Mike Daly. We'll also have Tiger Cats pregame with Andy Fantuz and I, and of course... RJ Broadhead, Luke Tasker have the call starting at 7.30. Very excited to be taking the Ticats Audio Network on the road. And if you're going into Guelph, try to go a little bit early. Maybe if you can, if you can afford the opportunity to go a little bit early. Hit up downtown. Lots of great places in Guelph. And I, I, I'm a little biased. It's a, it's a very special city for, for me. 
Uh, but there's a lot of great spots. My buddies own a, a restaurant down there, a bar down there. I, I don't want to give them a free plug, but let's just say they're brothers who own this establishment together. But a ton of great spots on uh, on Wyndham, a little bit into the city. I know if you're coming up Highway 6, you might be tempted just to stop at Guelph and park there. But really try to make a day out of it because I, I, I said I'm biased. I really love that city. Uh, it's worth checking out if you haven't been, especially since the Ticats last played there in 2013. I'll be there at Guelph. Looking forward to it. That's the next time you'll hear me. Ticats today, back next week at Tim Hortons Field. Looking forward to that. And just to one last plug, a brand new episode of Speaking with the Enemy with Nate Ajay, now available on the Ticats Audio Network. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow from Guelph. I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day.